right, welcome to In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. My name is Scott McKenzie, and this podcast is uniquely positioned. And what I mean by that, we bring the medical industry, the medical professionals to you, and we talk about better pain management. We talk about rehab after surgery. We talk about improved mobility. And we talk about preventative care. And you know what else? We talk about so much more on this particular podcast. Now, thank you for joining this podcast. So let's get on with the interview. All right. Once again, welcome to In Your Corner with Cora Physical Therapy. Remember, again, and I'm not going to stop reminding you to go out to CoraPhysicalTherapy.com. That should be your first and only first place to just get information about your health. It's a wonderful website. I can navigate it. And if I can navigate it, you can navigate it. So go out to CoraPhysicalTherapy.com. You will not be disappointed. Great people. Great company. All right. Hema, welcome. How are you doing? I am great, Scott. Thank you. I, yeah. I like this. We're going to have a great conversation. I can already. Uh, she's a legend in uh, South Carolina. She's been on TV for many, many years. And now I'm intimidated. And I've already told her that. But she said, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't, don't worry about it. All right. For the listeners out there, Hema, please. Give us a little background on who you are, and then we're going to venture into some of the topics that I think are very important for the people to hear. Talk to us about who you are. I am integrative occupational therapist for last 40 years. I have been in United States since 1981. I come from Mumbai, India. That's where my education was. That gave me an opportunity to bring lot of ancient wisdom with the modern medicine. And that's how my journey started. Uh, when I became occupational therapist in 1981, I had no clue that I was going to integrate all the wisdom from childhood, what was engraved in me, what I had watched, observed, practiced in our own home. And I was able to bring all the remedies to my occupational therapy practice. And that's what made this integrative medicine, integrative approach so rewarding, successful, and giving patients what they want, the best rehab to be back, to be functional. So let me ask you this, uh, just for clarification, integrated, define what that means. We got, we got the OT. We got all of the great it's integrated. Mm-hmm. So integrative means it's not just one approach what you have learned in a school to become a therapist and use the exercise and modalities and teach them how to do the self-care. But when you integrate different aspects, it can be integrating occupational and physical therapy together integrating the water as an element, integrating acupressure, acupuncture, lots of complementary therapy that you use, not alternative, complementary therapy. When you start integrating, I have integrated the science of the crystal and energy medicine very successfully. I have brought the yoga practice and a meditation practice in my occupational therapeutic toolbox and which has made this journey so interesting and every 
Every year I feel I grow. I still have so much to learn, so much to provide. And after 40 years, I'm still every day thinking, what else can I do? So this patient doesn't go home feeling I have to live with this chronic pain or this is it. My rehab, maximum rehab potential is achieved and I'm discharged, left with so much dysfunction. So you, you come from Mumbai. Tell mm -hmm. us about that, that impact of, of growing up in Mumbai and how it has impacted your, your, your professional career outside of the, I understand, but I want to hear more about how you've taken that and applied it to what you're doing today. That, that I would love to hear that. So the lifestyle, we, we, I always think when a person comes to me as a whole, they may come to you for a job pain. They may come to you for not able to use their hand or not able to walk properly, or maybe they are their knees are worn out. No matter what happens, I look at their posture. I look at their eyes. I look at their gesture. I look at their voice, the tone of their voice, all the senses, how they're using. Because when you don't treat the patient holistically, you have to know who they live with, what mm -hmm. their relationship is with their own body and the other person, whoever is in their family that they call family. Uh, also, you want to know, do they sleep at night? Are they able to rest? Are they able to have, an, have a good meal? Are they drinking water? Or they call the soda and the coffee and an energy drink a water. You want to know all this because if you have not considered all this, there is no way you're going to do the rehab right. So when I was growing up in, in India, in my childhood, I remember we had a multifamily home. So my uncles and my grandma and many people lived in the house. I was the youngest in the house. And I always observed with, with keen interest what was happening in the house. We had a nanny who is rolling the little tortilla roller, the roti yeah. maker, yeah, yeah. on someone's neck who has made tortillas and is, is really hurting in the neck. I have seen her giving someone a spices from the kitchen if they have a runny nose. I have seen her giving them a special type of a bath if they have any skin rash going on. She's doing all these things right from the kitchen, right from the house. And it's amazing that, like how we avoid going to the doctor. We do have a family doctor and I see our family doctor coming to our home with his bag. But he's so friendly. He's part of the family. And he knows exactly mm -hmm. what everybody's eating, how their relationship is, how their stress level is. So he's not just treating a person in the house. He's treating the whole lifestyle of our home. He knows exactly what can be wrong. So we, we were treated. We had many doctors in our house. But they all believed in the holistic um, way of treating things instead of just going into the medicine cabinet. We had a chemist who have done such high level research, but they also still believed in this root way of using the spices, using the acupressure points, using the yoga technique. And the spirituality was so big in our home. 
we had lots of spiritual teacher coming and going, coming and going from our home. And I would observe that when someone like that came in our house, and we called them uh, gurus, they came in our house, they had they were wealth of knowledge. They made us feel so calm. They made us feel so welcome. Just that touch would just feel that you are energized for days and days. Um, you they they gave you such small small tips on life at your age what you could understand and and you saw the harmony that how this 50 trillion cells that we have how to stay in a harmony and how the functions of the body with one little blow can be dispersed but to bring it back if you know how to connect with the breath you can do it and that's the knowledge I brought in 1981 when uh, I, I I got to ask the question. I mean, that that the, the way you describe what you just described, it, it just seems like years and years and years of training. And then you then you have to venture into where do you go and get that training? And then you start to marry it up with a and I have for the for lack of a better term, like this traditional OT approach to, you know, how you treat people. How do you? Where do you get training like that? So when you're, like we talk, when you're open-minded, it starts with inner awareness. And that's what I teach in meditation. That's what I give them a power. Because we all have a power to heal ourselves. We have a power to determine what we want and have that clarity of the mind. And once we have it, we have inner strength and that's what we have to enhance and bring it out. Use everything what you have in an OT toolbox, but integrate with this ancient wisdom and science and then bring it, bring it as a whole package. And it is very much teachable. It's very much learnable. It doesn't take that long, but that's what we are. We are opening to that integration now. So you're, you're, you're at a clinic, you're running a couple of clinics. And yes. uh, if I were a, a new OT person and I said, Hey, I want to go here. Uh, do you, do you, do you start that conversation with me about, Hey, it's more holistic. Let's talk about this. Here's some things that you need to consider. Ask these questions, get a better picture of, of, of the patient and the care that individual needs. Definitely. So all my private practice that I started in this 40 years at different level, I started it, I ran it. I was known in the community for that. I was known in the universities, all the students who seeked uh, internship under me, they were open-minded, they were enthusiastic, motivated to learn more than just occupational therapy. And in my 40 years, I have mentored tons of students and um, they have accepted that wealth of knowledge very well. But I think you brought up an interesting uh, point. I, when I was growing up as a kid, I'd go to the doctor. The doctor would, the doctor was, that doctor came over to our house. And I remember mm -hmm. that just brought back memories. And, and that doctor knew about all of us, not in, yeah. a, not in a, uh, a way that is uh, offensive or anything. It was just, Hey, he's a, he just, he's a buddy. He just yeah. happens to be our doctor too, right? Uh -huh. And it's it's true. There is a the the care 
And he was the same way. He introduced mm-hmm. us to um, uh, acupuncture, my dad. And, and it was like, yeah, he has the same, same approach. And, and we had wonderful care. Um, and acupuncture is so ancient, as you know. It is. And acupressure is. It is so easy to learn acupressure. And all our hand, feet, and ears have all the reflexology points for different organs. So self-help is such a big thing. And that's what you're teaching people. That when you go from here, help yourself. Help yourself get better. And no one can go wrong with that. That can go such a long way. And I learned acupressure when I was only seven years old. I learned yoga at three-year-old age. I started yoga and meditation. And it's, it's amazing that any age person can practice this. And there are different poses to practice for different ailments. And that's what I okay. incorporate in my therapy practice. Uh, and, and listeners, that is sort of a precursor to our next conversation that we're going to have about yoga and meditation big time. So I'm excited about that. Yes. Give me a little example or, or explain a little bit about your journey into outpatient rehabilitation. What does that look like? So let me give you a little background. In 1981, when I graduated, I came to Cleveland, Ohio. Case Western Reserve University was my first job. I go in there, 60 therapists. You know how overwhelming at age 21 it can be. Meeting all, I'm in a new country with new people. My, my background in, in learning occupational therapy back home was excellent. I was in one of the best hospital, general hospital that we have, best known hospital in the whole India. So the knowledge wise, I was exposed to a lot of different diagnoses. And it's so populated that you don't even miss any diagnosis. Right. So that was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, be baptized by fire because here it comes, man. <laughs> yeah. Whether you like it or not, drink it from a yeah. fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so with that, I come. But then there was not that much work for me because there were 60 therapists there. And they thought I just come from Mumbai. I don't know much. They will not give me work. It mm. gets so boring, right? Not to have enough work and you have just graduated. <clears throat> so I, I come across the hospital newspaper. It says that they are hiring a new general surgeon and a plastic surgeon from Sloan Kettering Hospital in New York, the best cancer hospital. Right. They were going to start the new program with the breast cancer, doing a tummy tuck with the immediate breast reconstruction. I said, mm-hmm. mm, I need to be on this team. And with my determination, I go sit outside the doctor's office every day. You know how the secretary thinks that she's out of her mind, that she wants to do this. So one day, finally, the doctor lets me come in. And I said, I want to be part of your team. And they look at me up and down and they say, okay, go bring the research. So I go to the research um, library and there's a zero research. No one is doing it. They are the pioneer. And then I, it clicked to me, why are they asking me for research? And I said, you're the pioneer. How can you ask me for the research? <laughs> so they like my confidence. And that's where my journey started. I started breast cancer rehab on a very, very large scale. I must be 
like at that young age, I was seeing like 2,000, 3,000 patients in a year. And I was a spokesperson for all Ohio. That's how my journey with the cancer rehab started. Then mm -hmm. I helped them start the cancer center there. And then I went into private practice. And I must have started almost 49 small, small clinics in all different ways, nursing homes, um, outpatient rehabs, doctor office rehabs, a lot of different way. And I started the pain program for the back pain. That is where I was able to start now, integrate after the cancer rehab, I integrated all my knowledge and information I brought for chronic back pain patients. So I started teaching them the power of meditation, power of yoga, power of relaxation, power of integrating the occupational physical therapy and a pool and um, affirmation power. That's what we started with educating them, the posture, how they can have the best posture, how they can be aware of themselves. And from there, I went back to Mumbai after oh, wow. staying there. 12, 13 years, I went back to Mumbai. And that's where my sports rehab started with the integrative therapy. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was looking after the international cricket team, international soccer team for Olympic players for India. It was, it was a very fun journey. And then I was seeing weight loss patients and bringing all of the obesity patients because they all need therapy. So we were combining all this. And then you know how with the modern science, everybody wants to run with the modern science. So they were forgetting what That's ancient. So, so I was able to integrate that and bring our own people back to our roots. And, I, 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 I got to interrupt. I like that. I like the fact that you're absolutely right. They'll, they'll chase after that shiny treatment object right they'll see it right. out there and not right. to, not to diminish it not to diminish it but you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. there's a lot of wisdom that right. exists for for many many years out there that doesn't need to be thrown out at the same time and i think you're you're onto something that's what i was right and, and, and you know my opportunity there scott was because i spent 15 years here in the united states I wore a suit. I knew all the new technology. I had all the new gadgets. I bring it back to Mumbai and then make them come to me. But then I started using energy healing and mm -hmm. energy medicine. And then because it came with the modern science, the ancient science was also welcome there. Yeah, so less, less pushback on that. You're right. Less pushback, I would imagine. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're absolutely right on that one. But interesting, interesting enough, I do yoga, and uh, I have to tell you that it, it, I do all the other exercise stuff. But yoga, outside of my ugly face where I'm trying to do whatever I need to do, and that's not a good look. However, uh, it's it's um, it is. I I feel feel better. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. My little aches and pains are. Well, they're gone. It's like you just feel better. Can I give you a one example of a, of a patient that that how the integration comes in? So 
I had a migraine headache patient who came in. Young lady, um, maybe 35 year old. And uh, she had a TMJ and lots of migraine. Very athletic, sports oriented person who gave experience to people. She was athlete and she gave experience to people with the extreme hiking, rock climbing, things like that. So, so one day she just had a little whiplash and fell backwards, but she never put that one plus one together. She just thought she has a migraine headache and TMJ. She comes to me and I, I could see in her body language that something is completely blocked from her spine all the way from the number one spinal cord, number one, C1 to tailbone. And I start investigating. And that's what I found out that she had fallen, but she had fallen with such a thirst that she forgot that she had such a strong whiplash. So to release her whole body that was completely shut down, just releasing TMJ or releasing the migraine headache was not going to release her because she was in a straight jacket. So that's how the holistic healing starts, that, that you have to be an investigator. You start. And I start with the energy work. I do craniosacral therapy. I do myofascial release. I've invented a technique called crystal myofascial release. So I have a lot of different techniques that according to what the person's need is, I'll bring it out. Well, you, you got to admit, somebody's going to knock on your door and you're going to say, all right, <laughs> let me look at you. I mean, it'd be tough to take you out to lunch or something. I don't, I, I would feel very insecure just because you're, she, am I walking right? Do I have proper posture? Is, is there something in my eyes that I'm going to communicate something? But where do you see it all going? Where do you see this happening? I mean, I have to be honest with you. You're the first person that I've spoken about or spoken to about sort of incorporating this holistic approach into so, treatment. So let's, let's talk a little bit about where the healthcare system, the, as a system, the whole system is going. Lots of people, we're going to get in the technicality of the reimbursement and the whole medical structure right yeah. now. So, so there's not that much money that patients have. They have a limited resources. They have a limited amount that they can spend. And so many have a high deductible. So they're paying from their pocket. They're self-pay patients most of the time. So what do they want? They want to be healed right and fast. So you give them a package that, okay, you look at the person when they enter and and I would look at them that, okay, this person is only this big, but the way he's, this person is walking, they're carrying the weight outside their hips, almost a two foot uh, wide. And right away, I know, okay, this person had a gastric bypass surgery done and she's not telling me. And she's still carrying that weight. No matter how much I fix her plantar fasciitis, it's not going to go because Unconsciously, she's still carrying all that weight. Ah, uh, right, 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 right. Hey, that's so. So now I know that how many treatment it's going to take. So I give her a package. The intent treatment, I'm going to get you better, but I'm going to do the integrative medicine, and that's how I think the packages are going to come. That's how you have to market and help them out. That okay, get better, and they're going to take whatever it takes. 
they are very open-minded when they don't have that much cash to spend, but they have to live the life. And everyone wants to live the life to fullest. Who doesn't want to, right? Yeah. You want to work. You want to breathe. You want to do your self-care. You want to take care of your family. And you should be able to walk and go to bathroom independently. Yeah. That's, that's how the patient sees their life. It can be that small or it can be, I want to rock, climb the rock. It See. doesn't matter. But you still be able to do without the pain is the quality of life. Quantity like doesn't matter. Quality matters. No, you're right about that. Uh, that's spot so, on. Yes, you're absolutely this, right. So more and more therapists are also becoming open-minded. They want to provide the best because that's why you go in therapy field. You will never find occupational or physical therapist who is not a provider because they have a kind heart. They want to provide. That's why they have selected this rewarding journey. Yeah, it, it's a... Yeah, it's a it's an interesting journey because you're mm -hmm. absolutely right. You can't just pencil whip your treatment. You know, you, you you've got a big heart. You've got to you got to care about that individual because that individual needs your help, and there is pain, right? I, I, yeah. I don't, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I just uh, kudos to you to do that because I would just be an emotional basket case because I, you know, the heart would be bleeding so much. Now, one last question. So holistic could be huge, right? It's a huge thing. I mean, right. practitioners can say, well, I'm not over here. I can, but I, I don't see any negative whatsoever to say, well, I'll do this or I'll do this or I'll do this and uh -huh. be able to selectively apply. Because again, to your point, there is a need to uh, improve the quality of life. It just is. Right. And I just, I just think that you're pro this is a great conversation. And, and the clinician, as a clinician, that is another message as a mentor I give to my students, I give to my coworker. Um, I teach in my workshops that if you want to be the best clinician, you don't want to have a burnout. You want to keep ticking up, like after 40 years. Yeah. I, I do not have any desire to retire. I want to keep providing till I can. I have seen my neighbor in India who was 99 years old and was doing a free service to the children with the cerebral palsy. So, so it's possible. But to do that, you have to start your energy level, your body, your physical body, your mental body, your spiritual body has to be aligned. You have to use correct body mechanics. You cannot be emotionally taking everything that comes to you. You have to be provider. You have to be able to be compassionate, but you don't want to just absorb all the negative yeah. energy at home and start crying with your patient. You want to be that pillar that they can stand on. Yeah. yeah. And they can put the shoulder on, but you don't want to go in the in the little ditch that they are in. And that's, that is what yeah. it's very important as a clinician to look at your self-care. When you wake up, what is your self-care? What are you doing for not just your physical body, for your mental body, your emotional body, your right. spirituality? What are you doing? Are you just do, li living one breath at a time and just keep living 
just to work and come home and eat and go to sleep. No, you, you have to have a path. You have to have a cleansing habits for yourself that you can keep providing after years after years. Did you say soft care? Self-care. Self-care. I kind of like soft care. care. Self-care, a lot of different aspects of the self-care you have to think. Yeah. We, we just look at our hygiene is not self-care. You get dressed with the good clothes is not just the self-care. Yeah. Self-care is, is, is your physical, mental, and emotional body. All yeah. that needs self-care. I like it. I, I, there's no argument. I really enjoyed this conversation. How does somebody get a hold of you? So in, they just have to go to the core of physical therapy, type my name, find me or find us at, in South Carolina. It's very easy to find. So if I, go to core physical physical th- if I go to corephysicaltherapy.com and I type your name and I'll be able to find you? Yes. That's H-I-M-A, if you're out there. D-A-L-A-L. Yes. And we are in Columbia, South Carolina. No, South Carolina. You, you are absolutely. You're absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, listeners, we're going to be talking a little bit about yoga and meditation, and that's going to be coming out shortly. So we're going to have that conversation, and uh, Hema's going to be uh, helping us uh, with that too as well. Which is for me personally, I'm excited about that one. I'm going to I'm going to be selfish with that, and then I'm going to work on my posture, and then you're going to walk away saying, Scott, I like your eyes. I like the way your <laughs> shoulders are all level. Thank you, Scott. It has been great talking to you. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. All right, listeners, once again, go out to CoraPhysicalTherapy.com. That is your one-stop shot. Yeah, find Hema. Big time. I I highly recommend that. If you're in South Carolina someplace, take the journey. Find her because you will not be disappointed. All right, again, thank you for uh, joining In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. We're going to have another great conversation shortly. I like the one we're going to have with Hema on on yoga and meditation. So stay tuned. Thank you.